guys it's kadesha and monique so i'm just gonna um give a little disclaimer before we start i am sick i don't know when this happened this happened like two hours ago so yeah i might have to pause to sneeze or something and we come from queens because kadesha didn't say so oh sorry (laughs) i only come from queens it's okay um you're sick so that's why you get a pass (laughs) thank you no problem so were you, I'm sorry, I had interjected. And was there anything else you want to elaborate? No. Okay. <laughs> um, so can I just say something? I'm sure. I've been trying to get back into Vine, um, kinda sorta, because you know, that just seems like there's a lot of funny stuff on there. So I just mm-hmm. saw this one Vine today. <laughs> and there's this song, I think it's called I guessed it or you guessed it. It's something like that. It's a really just like um, low budget song. And they did it with Patrick from SpongeBob. <laughs> and like someone calls the phone and he's just like screaming. And they, they synced it up so perfect. I was just like, wow, guys. Like I'm very impressed with the Vine um, editing skills that's happening on, you know, Vine. So that's it. <laughs> that's all I want to say. <laughs> Well, I need to say something also. Mm -hmm. So as you know, the school year has begun. It's in full swing, all that stuff. And I always have stories about my kids. You know that especially. So there's this one little boy in my class who is very comical. Um, On Monday, during snack time, we served them milk to drink. And he requested strawberry milk. He said that he liked strawberry milk. And we told him that we didn't have any strawberry milk. He's like, oh that's okay as though you know <laughs> we get we get a pass for not serving strawberry milk for that day on wednesday for snack was cheese and crackers he requested melted cheese because that's the type <laughs> of cheese that he liked and i was just too through with this kid and another day we had fish for lunch and his mom told us not to serve him the fish and um so we took the fish away from him and we told him, you know, that his mom said that he was allergic. He's like, he stood on top of the chair. My mom's a liar. I'm not allergic. I'm not allergic to fish. I he cried. said his mom is a liar. Okay. His mom's a liar. I was like, I can't deal. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's my story. That's so today. funny. <laughs> um, so guys, we have a new segment. Woo! Um, so we received some great feedback from you all, and we decided to create a segment just for you. We titled it Your Two Cents. Two Cents. So our first letter is from Sasha. And it goes, hey, Monique. Hey, Kadesha. I love your podcast, being from Queens myself, even more big ups. Anyway, I'm writing to comment on your latest podcast on platonic friendships. I do believe that there has to be some level of attraction towards a person for a friendship to at least start. As a female, I don't think that it has to be a lustrous attraction. We make friends by finding something we like about a person, whether it is their features, their clothes, their mind, or even the way they carry themselves. We have to be attracted to them in some way to even want to talk to them, whether they are like us on the surface or the complete opposite, which takes more effort, but that's a topic for another day. Otherwise, what's the point? What I have learned about the male-female relationship in a heterosexual term is that it will always be a physical attraction to begin with as to whether or not a person will talk to you. 
I have many male friends and I must say yes that no man enters a friend a friendship with a female without first asking himself would he do her. I do the same thing and it's easier to categorize my male friendships that way. For me or the way I behave with a male I like and I want to get to know is different from the way I interact with a male I just want a friendship with. If I'm into a guy, I ask more in-depth questions to see where their mind is because how a man articulates himself is a big turn-on for me. Also, his hobbies and other activities let me know the type of man I'm dealing with. With a guy, I just want a regular friendship with that keep conversations on the surface. If they like sharing, I let them, but I'm not as willing to share the same because I don't see them as that important enough to be privileged to know what I hold dear to me, i.e. family, deep friendships, etc. And that goes for my friendships with everybody, actually. And that was her letter. Thank you, Sasha. So today's topic is um, views on women proposing. This topic stemmed from an image Monique sent me where a woman was down on one knee proposing to her boyfriend. The caption underneath the picture read, Apparently the black community at large frowned on this grown woman's decision to ask her man to be her husband and I am so confused. These are the same people asking about the state of black marriage relationships and lamenting about the supposed lack thereof. Okay, so it's only fitting that the first question be, what are your views on women proposing? Monique, would you like to start? Oh, of course. So first off, the first thing I think of is the whole Love and Hip Hop New York cast, I don't know, second season with Jim Jones and Chrissy. And like Chrissy, you know, loves Jim and she ended up, I think, the end of the season proposing to him. And I feel like I support, you know, women doing whatever that's legal and, you know, not harming people. Well, I can't even say legal because, okay, whatever. But I just, you know, support redefining gender roles is what I should say. So okay. go ahead, Chrissy, you know, propose to your man. However, I don't feel that, that her proposal was completely respected because he lost the ring and she had to buy it back for him. Mm-mm. Yeah, and I think, well, I think, I know for myself, I am not going to propose to a man. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I, I can't, no, because there's, I think that might be one gender role that I, I would have to keep. Like, it's as old as dirt, but I feel for me, like a man's going to have to propose, you, to, propose mm-hmm. to me. I'm not proposing to you. And if it has to come to that, then I maybe I'm really with the wrong person. So, I mean, I can completely agree with you. I definitely uh, can't see myself proposing to a guy. However, I don't knock this female for doing right. what she did because that's her choice. Like, she wanted to propose to him. She obviously felt like it was time that they got married. So she took it upon herself to ask the question. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I can't ever see me doing that. So um, that makes me think, like we were talking earlier before about what we were trying to have a conversation about what is the woman's role and what is the men's Mm -hmm. role like in relationships. And I mean, have you had any success with coming coming to some conclusion on what our role is in a relationship? I'm just thinking about what we tried before. Yeah, it was it so. was a poor attempt, guys. Like you, you're not missing anything. No, not at all. Okay, so um, I think gender roles are defined on a personal level, and I think especially in regards to the time period that we're currently living in, where the roles have um, 
uh, shifted significantly. Um, hmm. So I, okay. So I read Steve Harvey's um, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, which many of you probably have, right? And so in his book, he talks about how the man's role is to profess, provide, and protect. And I would have to say I agree with that. Um, But when it comes to the whole providing thing, um, like I said, we're living in a different time period now. So I think, I just think relationships in general are like a partnership. I think um, everyone should be on an equal playing field for the most part. So, yeah. Okay, well, I kind of... um, Okay, so I think I agree with you for the most part in that the gender roles, it's kind of changed where, like, you expect it to be a 50-50 partnership. You know, it's not just that... I guess a woman has to stay in the kitchen, clean, do laundry or whatever, whatever, and just make sure she's fulfilling. I don't know, really, I want to say cater to, but I think cater is sometimes um, kind of like a... Kind of negative Yeah, because too. cater, not necessarily mm-hmm. like cater to, but kind of almost be like a servant. That's how, how I sometimes I hear cater to a man. I'm like, you have to right. constantly right. be at like his beck and call or something like that. Be really submissive. Right. That's that's really where I'm right. going um, with women. And then, like, men, like you said, the whole protector thing and providing. And I guess we know that as as women, we want guys to hold, do the whole, like, romantic things and buying us, like, flowers and gifts and taking us here and there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I do think that to be a bit more non-traditional in the gender roles, like, you can clean, too, and maybe I can surprise you and take you yeah. somewhere. And... Absolutely. Since I'm saying yeah, this, I, I there's this um, couple that I met last year on Instagram. No, I didn't meet them on Instagram. They're on Instagram. <laughs> I met them at an event, and we follow each other on Instagram. You met people on uh, okay. Craigslist. Listen, <laughs> you don't know if that individual may be listening, so that you should not do. <laughs> but like I was saying, hopefully I can edit that out. <laughs> But this couple, right, they're just so cute to me because the wife, she she does surprise her husband. And it's just it's just cute because I get to see both sides of it. I follow both of them. They have their individual accounts. And it's like from the outside looking in, they look like they have a nice, stable relationship where like the gender roles are not so clear cut, like traditional. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I did not meet them on Instagram. Though I ha- I do have Instagram friends. <laughs> I have developed friendships from Instagram. So I'm that type of person. Okay. Did you go looking for them? What? Did it just happen naturally? What is wrong with you? <laughs> of course they happen naturally. You're so messed up. You better hope that person does not listen to this. Don't ever ask that person if they listen to our podcast because you know what? <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Blame, oh, you took blame me it there. on the Benadryl or something, Because like, <laughs> um, where were we? I'm sorry, I just got completely off. Uh, okay, so you're talking about gender roles, and what else? What was the last thing you said? Oh, about your friends. Yeah, that they're they're pretty friends. like they they're not they don't seem set in traditional gender roles. And I think um, gender roles. Like I said before, they're devi- they're defined personally, and I think that when you're in a relationship, I mean, expectations should be articulated. Right. So, 
that just comes with whatever the individual relationships are um so mm, i'm not sure if you or i would be able to answer this next question then because <laughs> i was thinking like maybe we should have like had a third body. person who's like in a relationship kind of comment right. on yeah that would have been that would have been in hindsight mm, next time yeah <laughs> or maybe somebody who's in a relationship can wait oh someone who's in a relationship should definitely give us their two cents for next podcast yes definitely um so at what point is either party considered to be overstepping their boundaries? But you know what? Since you said that, I'm sorry to cut you off because it sounds like I just did. Uh-huh. Um, and I kind of thinking of dating, right? Uh-huh. And how some okay. females can overstep maybe the mm-hmm. boundaries mm-hmm. by demanding to pay for themselves on a date. Hello. Excuse me. Hello. I didn't say anything. I'm. I didn't say anything specifically towards anybody that may or may not be on this podcast with me. I was just saying that I, I think that could be a situation where someone could be overstepping their boundaries. Okay, I was going to go there also. Oh, okay, so so I agree with you. Was was um, that it? Like <laughs> so much I'm for discussing to, that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, where else can someone overstep their boundaries? Um, I don't know. Sorry, I'm drawing blanks. I'm I think drawing blanks. That too. was it for me. Just, just that part. Like girls can do that. Just in reflection. Like girls. Yeah. Well, we can, we can only speak as girls. It's just really, I guess, not giving a guy a, ch- a chance to be a man. Or what he defines as a man. What both of you define a man should be, I guess. Right. Because uh, some guys, you know, are okay with stuff like that. Okay. So, in the beginning, you said that there was, like, a lot of backlash from that picture with the girl proposing to the guy. Right. And, I mean, oh, why does it have to be backlash on it, you know? Why is it an emphasis on the negativity that's brewing within the black... Oh, my goodness. That's brewing, that's brewing within the black community about this picture. Like, why is there so much negativity? Why are people not, like, supportive of her? And Mavi always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. No one asks for these people's opinions. <laughs> at the end of the day, nobody asks you. Like, yeah. She did what she wanted to do, like I said before. And more power to her. Who are we to say that she was wrong for proposing to her, her man? And if he had a problem with that, then that's something that's between Definitely. them. Definitely. And I just, um, this just makes me think about how, as a people, sometimes we can just tear each other down so much, and I don't understand why. And it doesn't progress us. It doesn't move us forward. So, what's the point? And I think why there's so much backlash is, like, we don't see pictures, I guess, of other races proposing, women proposing to each other, or to the men. So it's not okay. I mean, proposing to whoever the heck they want to propose to. Like, we don't see that. So... Maybe these people are like, well, why the black woman got to propose to a man? Like, if he want her or something, like, you know? I don't know. I'm just trying to see where people could be coming from. I'm not. Because I just don't like negativity. Like, keep your comments to yourself if you're Basically. going to be negative. And you know what? If if you're not in a relationship, you need to just work on yourself and not worry about these people. Okay. And if you are in a relationship, you still need to work on yourself and yours and yep. leave these people alone. Yes. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. So what is the state of black marriage and relationships? I don't even know. Not the one to ask. <laughs> um, so I found a statistic about um, the state of black marriage and relationships. I mean, we've heard it before that, you know, black women are pretty much like last to marry. Right. They, they say that about black women and Asian <laughs> men. However, these two peoples don't really get together. Oh, <laughs> I never heard that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Okay, that's interesting. Although that would be a great mix, but... Because, you know, black with anything yeah, is a great but mix. It's... I mean, we can really go into that, but if you think about it, like, you never see Asian men being, like, the lead man, the man that, like, everyone goes after. That's true. You know? What's that Yeah. So, well, it's, it's like, um, conditioning. Hmm. Like, you just not... The media doesn't allow you to find, like, Asian men attractive or something. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Because I'm just thinking about the images of black men and... Just the the men... The images of men that you see are constantly black men, white men, or should I say white men, black men, and you Spanish men. And those are the ones everybody lusts after. Like, the Indian dudes and the Asian dudes? Like, y'all serious? Nope. Y'all need to get back to whatever it is y'all were doing before. Stop. Um, Okay, so so let me just go back to these stats. Oh, I'm so sorry. Didn't mean to do that. Okay. So, um, I got this from an article the new, in the New York Times that was written in 2011 by a researcher, a black researcher at Ohio, Ohio University, I believe it was. <clears throat> According to 2009 data from the Census Bureau, 70.5% of black women in the United States had never been married, but those were women between the ages of 25 and 29. Black women marry later, but they do marry. By age 55 and above, those numbers showed only 13% of black women had never been married. In fact, people who have never married in their lifetimes are in the clear minority, regardless of race. Um, that statistic brought me to the question of why is there so much pressure on people to marry? But, okay, we'll come back there. Um, the other statistic is census numbers show that 73.1% of black men between the ages of 25 and 25, 29 have never been married. This is actually higher than the numbers associated with black women. So I thought that that was interesting because <clears throat> they don't usually shed light on black men not, not being married. Right. It's usually about black women, like, you gotta, you gotta find somebody because right. you're, you're not marrying and what's going on. And even just thinking about personal experiences, like, I'm 25, so many people are like, well, when are you getting married? Or why aren't you married yet? And it's like, honestly... Just who are you I'm dating? Only twenty-five, um, and exactly. Um, who am I dating? Why aren't <laughs> you dating someone? You're so pretty. Yeah. Someone has to be. Oh my god! I don't understand. Is there something you need to tell us? <sighs> listen. Oh, no, you listen. I think we. I think we need to both listen. <laughs> <laughs> because these questions just happen, just come up so frequently, and it's like, why? I mean, because what else do people got to do but to wonder who you with, why you ain't with someone, like, what are you doing if you're not doing someone, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm minding my business, and I think people should be minding theirs, you know? Just that, that hard. Mm, just a <laughs> little bit. Uh, just a little bit. just kill me sometimes. So, Kate, do you have any other closing statistics, or are we going to keep moving this forward? Oh, just one more quote that kind of coincides with what we just said. Okay, cool. So, why all of the negative attention on black women? 
It is part of a persistent historical and present day attack on black people in America with black men made into deviants and black women into Okay, problems. that is definitely a whole nother podcast. Okay. But oh, I just, no. I saw that and I was like, no, I got to mm. put that here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a deviant and problems. And, you're right. Oh, most definitely. Because I know you have of a lot course. to say about that. Of course. Yes. But I think um, this podcast was definitely better than our oh, first recording. Oh, guys, if you just would have heard the hot mess of a podcast we recorded before. Oh. Uh, the hottest messes. We love you guys so much that we decided no, to No, we love so ourselves we so much that we couldn't trash. let ourselves go down like that. And we true, love y'all, but we true, love true. ourselves. You guys would have been like, what were you guys on? So um, we saved y'all the confusion and the headache, actually. <laughs> Man, oh man. Okay, so ending on a, with a quote. And this quote is by, okay, I don't want to pronounce her name incorrectly. I'm not exactly sure. So I'm, that's my disclaimer. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly. Okay. Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. And this is the woman who was on Beyonce's Flawless Track, for all of you who don't recognize her name. The problem with gender is that it prescribes how we should be rather than recognizing how we are. Amen. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, of course, our music cred is the intro music was provided by Astronomics. You can find more of his music at soundcloud.com backslash astronomics or facebook.com backslash astronomics. Lastly, you can connect with us on Twitter at We Come From Queens and Tumblr as well. And if you do not possess any of those accounts, that's cool because you can always shoot us an email at wecomefromqueens at gmail.com. We love getting your feedback, guys. We're just asking if, you know, you can scoot those text messages on over to an email, you know? Mm-hmm. We would appreciate that. So we can include you on our little two cents segment. And you can always say that if you want to be anonymous, we'll just pick a different name for you. That's fine. That's what we did with Sasha yeah. today. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks. Toodles. Bye. I feel better, Kadesha. Thanks, girl. <laughs>